Hello, this is Bedtime Stories of Adventure and Wonder. Welcome. Uh, Tonight we are hopefully completing our story in Hyrule. Part 3 is coming up. Uh, For those that weren't listening or fell asleep the last two times, here's a quick... Let me see. Let's see if my son could give us a quick recap. Recap? Okay, go for it. Well, I mean, in his made-up little version of Ocarina of Time. (laughs) Um, Link is a... uh, He has a career with a, his great 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 his grandfather's 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 many more grandfather's grandmother um she started the business he was like out exploring and found a a, a princess with an ocarina uh, she thought he was spying for Ganon um a portal and uh, threw him in, but he grabbed her and they both fell in. Uh, uh, it was the it was in the future. The portal went to the future. <laughs> Wait, no. Okay. The portal went into the future. Uh, Link went into Hyrule Castle and knocked out some dumb Goblin cooks. <laughs> that part was hilarious. Um, then met up with Princess Zelda, and they snuck into the place Ganon was hiding, and they fell. Ganon captured Princess Zelda, but before then, she gave him the. The Ocarina of Time. Oh my gosh, I'm talking way too much. <laughs> and yeah, Link went to the past. Okay. There you have it. All caught up. Link was given the charge to save the Master Sword. What oh was... yeah, the Master Sword broke. The Master Sword was obliterated. Um, a reason for this terrible future of Hyrule. So Link played his uh, ocarina and thought of home, and he he fell in through the portal. And that's where we will begin. So we'll get tucked in. We're gonna get this go. The first thing Link noticed was the fresh spring air that reminded him of home. He smiled. It was a uh, it was by a window in Hyrule Castle. <laughs> 
luckily no one was in the throne room at the moment, or else he probably would have been captured and thrown in prison. But he looked, and there was the master sword. Beautiful and clean and un- unbroken, shining brightly in the pedestal. good look at it, and then he jumped out the window and headed for home. Oh yeah, Link thought afterward, that would have been a great chance to stake the sword. gonna be it was actually ended up being a good thing as you'll find out later on because the master sword is very important for the safety of Hyrule he rushed home saw some everything just seemed newer fresh Wow, it's amazing how looking at a future burned out world makes your hometown look just like it was barely built. It looked great. He got to his the whole ancestral home of his childhood. Walked inside the door and smelled something cooking. Then a frying pan whacked him across the head. <laughs> Who are you? Said a voice. What? He said, rubbing his face. I said, Who are you? It was a woman, big and strong armed, a no nonsense look on her face. He says, I'm, this is my home. I've never seen you before, boy. And, uh, he finally said, well, who are you? I don't know what's going on here. I am Bruella, and this is my home. I built it with my own hands. what had happened. The ocarina of time worked a little too well. He'd gone too far back in time. Back in the time of his great-great-great-great-great-grandmother, Ruella, also known as the Stone Molder. The first of a long line of stonemasons. I know you call you Stone Molder. Ruella looked at him with a really weird expression. What are you talking about? Maybe I hit you too hard on my on the head. Maybe I am Ruella, the best blacksmith in the village. Blacksmith? No, 
you're a stonemason. Well, this is my... I love building with stone, that's true. I might prefer it to my blacksmithing, but I'm just doing what my dad taught me. Maybe you need to follow your dream, said Link. This house looks awesome. It does, doesn't it, said Ruella. All right. You seem like a nice boy. I'm sorry I hit you over the head. Would you like some soup? Uh, yes, please. While he was drink-eating the soup, he was... um, An idea started to form in his mind. And he said... I've got a story to tell you, Ruella, and I don't want you to think I'm crazy. But I need your help. So he began at the beginning. And told of this lovely story of him and the princess and everything. At the very end, he said, When I told you that this was my home, I meant it. I am your great, 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 great grandson. Say more greats. Ruella stared at him for a very long time, expressionless. she laughed in his face. (laughs) Well, Link finally realized he had some way of proving it. He pulled out a a necklace he wore always under his clothes with his family, a family heirloom. said you are a thief she whacked him over the head with another frying pan (laughs) this one knocked him out cold when he came to she was staring at him with a different kind of look on her face she was holding in her hand two necklaces identical except one looked very old, and one was shiny and new. She said, I made this with my own hand. There's not another like it in all the world. And here you are telling me this story, and you have my necklace. I guess... That's proof enough for me. How can I help? He said, How good are you you at making swords? We need a decoy. Well, she planned it all out. She knew the master sword from all the lore, and she'd seen it several times. She 
thought she could make a good decoy. She had to add some special stuff so that it could have a little bit of glowing to it. Not the magic kind, but more of the firefly kind of glow. The natural bioluminescence you might find in the woods. She was able to mix it with the steel to achieve the effect. She says, okay, we're going to steal this thing. Switch it out. It's a great plan. Link says, we can't do it. I'm sorry, but I can't do it now. Why not? Because there's so many wars that we've had that we need this master sword. Between me and you, he said. I have to do it in my time. Or else... Some other disaster will happen sometime along the way, because we wouldn't have it. Mm, that makes sense, said Ruella. All right, well, I'll help. Well, I guess I don't know what to do. But here's the sword. Good luck, my boy. I'm proud of you. I'm serious about that stonemason thing. You'd be legendary. I'm already legendary, said Bruella. But I'll give it some thought. She gave him a wink. Stone molder, huh? It's got a cool sounding name to it. It is Stone. So Link took the fake master sword and left Bruella. And he began to think how he was going to get back time. So he started to think about the woods where he first met Zelda. He walked to those woods, which were at this time a very, it was actually just a meadow with only a couple of small saplings. But he decided this is where the future woods will be began to play the ocarina. Sure enough, a portal showed up in the air beside him, and he stepped through. probably a little bit earlier than uh, when he first met Zelda. Definitely not the same day. So he decided to go in for his special rescue mission. He went to Hyrule Castle, climbed the wall, snuck in the window, waited behind the tapestry until everyone had left and it was dark at night. There, in the dark of Hyrule Castle, 
Link swapped the swords. Snuck back to the woods. And he's like, where am I going to hide this? Where can I hide this? Where it won't be found. And he thought of the perfect place. He remembered secret hiding place as a kid. And he began to play the ocarina. himself in the woods, but they were a little different. Some of the trees were a little bit smaller. He walked for a special tree. He had found it when he was a kid. Deku tree, fine, fine. The great Deku tree. It had a big mouth. Sometimes it would open and he could hide stuff in it. And so he went to talk to the Deku tree and said, Open up. It's time for a hiding spot. I'll, I'll come back get it when it's needed. The Deku tree said, okay. <laughs> and right as he finished putting the sword in the tree, and he closed and it closed its mouth, a rock hit him in the head. He spun, and there was a young boy. That's my tree! Link was looking at his... himself... from the past. He had the same face, though a little bit chubbier. Short, stubby legs. But he had a good arm as he rubbed his head. Still smarted. Hey there, little buddy. Get away from my tree, it's mine. I found it first. What have you put in it? Listen, listen. There's room enough for everyone. There's something in there, but I promise, you need to promise me that you won't touch it. It's very important for all of Hyrule. If you do this, be a hero, Link. How do you know my name? As the little boy grabbed another rock off the ground. You're going to do something really special one day. Everyone's going to know your name. You have to listen to me now. If, ever you, if you ever come in here and you find something you didn't put in, 
leave it alone. You promise me this. Link looked at him for a long while and said, Okay, but only if you give me ten rupees. Link grumbled and said, Ah. finish this story tonight guys okay so he found 10 rupees that Ruella had given him in his pocket and handed it over to the young Link I mean wouldn't that wouldn't really change anything cause like that that is the young one like still have that technically I guess so the young Link went skipping away with dreams in his head of how he was going to spend his newfound cash. And Link, for the final time, decided to go rescue the princess. Um, I'm just trying to decide, guys. I don't know. It's already been about 22 minutes. Really? I don't know if we continue forward or whether we pause for another night. No, continue forward. This will just be like a Easter special. Yeah, we'll call it that. All right. Link went out to save the princess. song that he had heard himself to play in the woods at the very first night. this ash in the air and the smell of burning trees in his nose. He was back in this terrible future. But he now knew something. That the sword was no had no longer was not even there to protect Hyrule when Ganon came. The real protection is Zelda. That's who we needed to rescue and bring back to the past. That would change the future. Especially if Zelda had the Master Sword, where he knew exactly where it was 
Things were looking up. Only problem was he had to rescue the princess from about 50 Hinoxes and Ganon. Kinda had no idea what to do next. So he did what Link did best. He was gonna wing it. Literally. With his hang glider. Well, he needed he needed to build a hang glider first, so he built that. And with all of the heat rising from the burned earth, there was plenty of hot air to allow him to float up and glide around. So he glided above Hyrule Castle trying to do some reconnaissance. And you can see that they kept Princess Zelda in a what looked like a giant bird cage. Hanging. Hanging outside one of the towers. The supreme humiliation Ganon could think of. He would slowly watch her rot, or first starve to death, and then rot. And he wanted the whole kingdom to see it with him. The princess looked asleep. Hopefully she wasn't dead yet. glided and glided and silently dropped on top of the castle turrets and looked over the edge. He'd have to climb 50 feet down to get near the birdcage. He was a fantastic climber. And then he realized, oh, Gorilla must have listened to me because I still have these awesome muscles from all the stone masonry work I've been doing. <laughs> like oh that's good and also um if she didn't like he'd never be stone mason in the first place exactly so like who knew what would have happened i know this is all getting really trippy this is time travel right i don't think i've caused any paradoxes yet oh you've caused (laughs) paradoxes (laughs) whatever So, he climbed down to her cage and picked the lock. Slowly opened the gate. He touched her skin and it was still warm, but barely. Her eyes fluttered open. Link, she said. He brought his canteen out for her to drink. Then he gave her some grilled 
vegetables to restore her life points. I mean, I mean her energy. <laughs> and, uh, and then he quickly told her the story, what had happened, and that the master sword still existed back, back in time. She smiled and said, You really did it, Link. We're going to save Hyrule all because of you. No, he said, because of you. You're the one to protect Hyrule. Master Sword only helps a little, but it's you. Well, right there, while they were busy, like, giving each other compliments and it was starting to get a little bit mushy, they were interrupted by the sound Hinoxes yelling in alarm. That's Hinox language for Look, the princess is about to be rescued. <laughs> I just <stubbed> my toe. <laughs> <laughs> so they were in a tight spot. They didn't really have anywhere to go. That's when. Rupee the dragon shows up. Wait, isn't that just like naming a dog Money? Yes, the dragon was named after Money. <laughs> Apparently. Because he is as good as gold. Yeah. Like a golden rupee. So he, uh, he came and he's like, Oh, this is too close to the castle. They're going to see me, but quick, jump on my back. So they jumped on his back, flew them away, back to the safety of the woods. Link took Zelda back to his childhood and retrieved the sword and returned to the present day. And then the two of them, but mostly Zelda, with the sword some major Ganon butt and saved Hyrule and they all lived happily ever after finally finally what do you mean finally there's like there were like three cutoffs no two two whole cutoffs Oh, she didn't, you didn't like all the cliffhangers, huh? Mm-hmm. Well, no cliffhanger tonight. The story ended perfectly told and accurate to the Ocarina of Time. For all of you that have not played the game, I'm sorry to have spoiled it. But that is the story of Ocarina of Time. <laughs> All right, you guys. Well, good night. That's good night. Uh, in High Knox? Yeah, in High Knox. Okay. That's good night in High Knox, too. <laughs>
That's sleep tight in high knocks. Bye bye. Bye bye. <laughs>